Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Well, what's up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate Thurston, and today's episode is going to be much different from normal because we are doing this new series uh, where I'm going to listen to these videos that we've been posting on places like TikTok and Facebook and Twitter and uh, with a lot of famous people in them, Ayn Rand, Jordan Peterson, Thomas Sowell, Milton Friedman, we put these two or three minute videos out there. They typically get a lot of views. I just put up this Ayn Rand video about two hours ago. Uh, it's got about 11,000 views so far, a lot of shares. Uh, there's a couple hundred comments on it already. So we're going to be going through some of the comments here on TikTok. By the way, you can follow us on TikTok at Good Morning Liberty. And from now on, after we do this one, this one's kind of impromptu today because I had an interview and the person I was interviewing was pretty sick and we're going to be rescheduling it. So today we're going to be starting this series where I go through these videos. Now, the way that you're going to be able to hear this from now on is going to our community at locals.com. That's goodmorningliberty.locals.com and joining our community so you can see me responding and doing commentary on these videos as well as a lot of other cool things that you'll do just exclusively there. So this video today is Ayn Rand on the Phil Donahue show or program. I don't know what it was called. But what they were talking about was monopoly and how these evil big corporations are going to buy up everything. And if we don't have the government and their antitrust laws, then we'll just end up with one big business owning everything. And so we're going to start with the video. It's about three minutes long. I'll probably pause it here and there. I don't expect that these things are going to be more than, say, 10 minutes or so. But I think it's going to be pretty interesting. So we're just going to get it started. How do you avoid, let's take your thesis then and accept it now. I'm going to be selfish. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be real talented and charismatic and I'm going to develop a lot of wealth. And pretty soon nobody's going to be able to compete with me because I've already purchased all my competitors. And now I have dictatorial power over people and I can name the price of bacon or price of oil or whatever it is, the commodity I'm selling. So you have to start with this big boogeyman, by the way. That's, that's what he's going to do. He's going to name this worst case scenario that really has not happened throughout history. Of course, without what Ayn Rand is about to explain, without the aid of government. You're talking about the impossible. In a free society, nobody can become a monopolist or a dictator. The system itself, the free market, will destroy you. But if we allow the oil companies to, to have the power which you say has come to them, so if we approach this laissez-faire, as I think you would like us to, free of government intervention, now we've got Mr. Gigantic Oil Baron saying $2.50 a barrel, a, a, a gallon. Now, here's what happens. The blue-collar guy who's trying to make a living and feed his kids can't buy gas for his truck, can't possibly survive in the free marketplace, and suddenly he's on welfare, and he's got to go for a handout, another feature of government that you abhor. You can't 
Now, what he just said right there was, we're just going to get this big oil monopoly, which of course, all of our environmental regulations, all the other regulations on business, that hasn't led to us just having a few oil companies that are out there. That's not it whatsoever. It's just the idea of capitalism always creating monopolies. That's all it is. But then he goes into this straw man scenario, and I don't normally use terms like that because I think but I think those are typically ways to get out of arguments. I call it throwing a flag, throwing a penalty on an argument and not responding to it. He throws this straw man out there of, well, what they're going to do is just they're going to raise gas up to 250 a gallon. And of course, at that time, that would have been a lot per gallon. Right now, we kind of hope it stays at 250 a gallon. That would be uh, that would be ideal. But what he does is he throws out the straw man that this is what they're going to do. They're going to raise it up to uh, they're going to raise it up to 250, and all these people they're not going to be able to pay for it, and that should give you your answer right there. Why would the business raise their prices up to something that people couldn't pay? That's a isn't that a pretty good question? The business wants to sell their product. All right, that is what they want to do. If no one can purchase their product then they're not in business. Then they don't have any money because no one can buy their product, okay? And it's not only that. What they also do is they try to find a balance between what is the highest price we can charge uh, to get the most amount of people to buy our product. And they're always balancing this. And that is what every business is doing at all times, by the way. We've mentioned this a lot. Conversation can go in the price gouging. Well, they see that people want this, and so they're charging a lot higher price, or people need it right now. That's what they're always doing. They are always charging the highest price that they can charge and balancing out the most amount of people buying their product uh, that they can possibly get. That is what businesses are always doing. They are doing it right now. The gas station out there right now by the interstate close to my house is charging the most that they think they can charge for the gas. Okay, So when he throws out this wild scenario where gas would be 10 times higher, they wouldn't do that because then no one could buy their product. And I think Ayn Rand, I think she goes into this. Can't have it both ways. But all this is economic fallacies. To begin with, nobody in a free society, now we're talking about the free market, yeah. in which the government doesn't interfere, nobody can become a monopolist. All monopolies are created by a special privilege for government. It's only by an act of government that you can keep competitors out of your field. Therefore, you. And so what she just said right there is very important, that last part, because people don't understand what a monopoly is. People think that if there's only one provider of something, that they are a monopoly. And that is not the case. The way that you are a monopoly is if you are the provider of something and you can keep other people from coming into your market. Uh, courts have decided as much. You have to be able to keep other people from coming into your market for you to have that monopoly power. And how do you do that? How do you actually stop other people from being able to come into your market? The most ideal scenario for a business is if they could set up a system where competitors would have to go through all types of hoops, get tons of permits, go through tons of regulations that they've set up to stop all of these competitors from coming into their market. Now, they haven't done that. 
uh, the government has actually done that. And so if you're operating in a free market, and yes, I, I realize that those businesses pay people in the government to do that. And we'll talk about that when we go through some of these comments, because I'm going to read through some of the com comments on here. I put up the video two hours ago. There's 230 comments on the video so far. We'll go through a few of the top comments on here. Uh, but she does a good job explaining that, that, that they can't keep people out of the market. Only the government can keep people out of the market. Couldn't become that kind of monopoly. The power you hold is not the power to use force. It's the power of producing something of value. That people want. And it's the people who literally control you because every purchase is a vote in the favor of some businessmen and in a way against others. It's the public who decides what they want to buy and what they pass up. If, using your examples, you became this powerful tycoon economically, but you cannot... And the first, so what she just explained right there, that is the beauty of the free market. When you allow people to provide things that other people need and you don't control that, the way that you make it in the free market is by providing things that other people want. And so that is the true vote that people get. You get to vote with your dollars, as they say. You go out there, you make your dollars, and the people that are providing the things that you want or that most people want, those are the ones that rise above all of the other competition. If they're doing their job better than the other ones, you're voting for them or you're voting against the others. That's a, a really good point force anybody to deal with you and you cannot force competitors out of your field then every smaller man would be in that field because you would have established a price way above the market you might last a month if that so in other words if i and so what she just said right there and sorry if i'm interrupting too much first time doing this but uh, if you raise your price too high, what they what they call here, what they call that there is cornering the market. You get all your competition out of there. You jack the prices up. Uh, if you look back in history with uh, with Rockefeller, uh, what would what would happen is every time he would raise prices, uh, then more people would come in to the market, and then he would lower the prices back down, and he would jack the prices up, and then more people would come into the market because people are paying a really good price, and it, it makes sense for more people to come in. Maybe Rockefeller can afford to do the business at this price, but when it's jacked up to a higher price, uh, then other smaller uh, other smaller businesses can come in, and they can afford to actually do business and turn a profit at those prices. And then he lowers his prices back down. And you say, well, that's bad for those other companies. That hurts those other companies. He lowers the prices down. But we should be talking about what is best for the people. That is, that is, that's supposed to be the focus of these antitrust laws. What is the best for the people? Isn't that what they're doing? Isn't that what Congress is doing? Isn't that what those laws are for, is taking care of our liberties and taking care of the people? What's best for the people? The price got jacked up. More people came into the market, and then the price went down. Some of those businesses go out of business, but worst-case scenario for the millions of people using the product, they got lower prices out of it. And as long as you're providing a good service and people are getting lower prices, you don't exactly have to have all these other companies coming in. Why do you, why do you have to make sure? If, if someone is doing a better job than everyone else, 
if they're legitimately doing a better job. And the reason that no one else is coming into the market is because they can't do as good of a job providing that service as the business that is the biggest in that market. What, what, what are you trying to do here? What, you're trying to, to force people to go with a company that has worse service? Is that your goal right there? You should be looking at the actual outcomes and not just using these all darn boogeymen all the time. I tried to be Mr. Big and charge outrageously high prices. I would go broke in your view because in your leave them alone and let competition handle it approach to civilization, somebody would come along and undercut me, sell at a cheaper price. This has been done, you know. It isn't incidentally just my view. That is history. There are people who have tried to corner the market repeatedly and the result was that they went broke. All right. That's good stuff. I could sit there and listen to Ayn Rand for hours. Let's look through some of these comments. Of course, there are some ridiculous ones. And then we'll we'll close this up. We're 12, 12 or so minutes right now. I think that's pretty good. Um, people on here making the point that crony capitalism... So people are saying, well, we've got like 30 companies that own everything right now. So obviously she's wrong. Okay. Well, uh, we didn't exactly go with her ideas, did we? Did we go with a laissez-faire capitalism and get rid of the antitrust laws and decrease all the regulations? So what kind of a point is that? Well, you know, what kind of point are people making when they say, well, look, we've got only a few companies own everything right now. Yeah, because you went down the path that she was saying not to go down, you idiot. All right. Let's see. Free market uh, has been eroded for years by a... Uh, Let's see, the corporatist oligopoly is a result of that. Uh, she's proven right. So that's what that person was saying right there. That's what, what they were saying is that the market is being ruled by people. It's been eroded by people. And they use the government, of course, to, to do their bidding. Someone on here mentions the history of Rockefeller. Uh, he would drop prices, chase away competition. Then he would raise prices. Then the competitors came back into the market. Uh, let's see here. Capitalism encourages and facilitates wealth concentrations that can control governments. They protect and expand their wealth that way. And what this person doesn't realize or where they're not going the extra step down is the problem there is not the fact that these capitalists are using their money to influence the government. All we have to do, all we have to do is make sure that the government doesn't have that power to control the economy. And then they wouldn't be able to buy them off. Then they, and it really comes down to the people. Because you'd say, well, we could do that, but they're still going to buy people off. They still need to get votes to get into office to control all those levers of power in there. They still need to get those votes. It really comes down to the people deciding that the government should not control the economy. So when the corporation pays someone to get into office and that person starts creating all of these regulations that help big businesses, well, we just get that person out of there or they never got elected in the first place. This comes down to changing the people. You change the people and you change the government, okay? Um, a lot of good comments on here and sorry, I just switched over to a Jordan Peterson video accidentally when I did that and that means that is what we are going to talk about next. If you want to hear more of these, because I think that was fun. It's easy for me to do. It doesn't take very long, and we get to watch a video. And when you join our Locals community, goodmorningliberty.locals.com, when you go to that, the link will be in the show notes, you'll get to watch a video of me going through this video. So maybe it'll be just a little bit more fun to watch and to listen to. 
If you liked what you heard today, tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell your kids, tell your wife, tell your family that this is the podcast to listen to. Find us on all of the networks that are out there. We're on there quite a bit on everything. The TikTok is blowing up right now. And so we gained a few thousand followers over there uh, on over the last few weeks. Uh, over the last week, actually, I think it's it's been as soon as Charlie left, everything started growing. Same thing, few thousand followers on Facebook. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and subscribing on YouTube. And if you are uh, interested, I'm just going to tell you uh, on the podcast episode right here. If you're interested in trading, we are live every morning. Go to mastermytrades.com. I'm live every morning in our Discord server. And if you're not ready to join yet, not ready to pay any money, you can join the server and still see some of the chats. And I also send you some free stock picks every week that have been going really well. So you can go to mastermytrades.com. Uh, if you're on Discord, it's a Liberty Trading Academy or through the website, you'll see a link to the Discord. So go do that. If you've ever been interested in trading, there's no better time than right now. The best time was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now, as the old uh, Taiwanese, Taiwanian proverb goes. So make sure you go to mastermytrades.com. All right. I hope you all enjoyed it. I'll talk to you later.